0: what's up my guy what's going on not much man glad to hear your voice bro
1: hey you too you too it's been quite a week
0: (laughs) yeah let's (laughs) like we won't get into that let's i'm here to make you laugh i'm gonna make you laugh and forget everything that's going on and uh let's just have a good time talking about some wrestling
1: sounds good that's the best way to go about it yes sir so uh you have some news for me
0: have some news here i'm gonna try to make you laugh first okay so some news about myself uh i'm a bigger guy you know what i mean i sweat a lot and i'm in the sun all day from like 7 a.m till i get off work and then i take the boy to soccer practice so i'm in the sun from like 7 to 8 30, so there's a lot of sweat you know what i'm saying so yeah. after a guy showers not trying to be too disgusting but we are unscripted violence here um you know, after you take a shower, you like to use some baby powder, get a little, you know, fresh up and helped out. Well, I was have I told the uh, girlfriend while I was at practice, I said, "Hey, something's wrong with the baby powder. I, I can't get none to come out. Can you look at it for me?" She said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." So I get home and she's like, "Hey, I baby powder's on the the sink." I was like, "Okay." So I, I go and get a shower. I don't look, and I apply this menthol-based baby powder to my area. Oh, yeah. It's on uh, fire right now, bro. It hurts. It's on fire.
1: Oh, uh, it's not good news.
0: <laughs> hey, but you laughed. I got you to laugh. Hey, my fake my could
1: be your
0: laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough about my dumbass stuff. Um, Kenny Omega made some big news. Uh, he was on a video game stream. I don't know if it was one of his friends or just somebody uh, like doing an interview or whatever, but he said that this rehab has been so hard, so demanding and like two or three times a day and just uh, still not there that if he comes back or if there's a setback in his rehab that, that he's going to hang up the boots that he is, uh, this is really taking it out of him. And uh, it was kind of sad in a way him talking because he's went through so much. People don't understand. Like he had hernia surgery and like a sinus surgery and was suffering from vertigo and like all oh, like stuff we don't even know about. And uh yeah, was, like, I didn't
1: I didn't know half of it.
0: Yeah, and doing five-star matches with Brian Danielson and John Moxley and just, you know, tearing the house down and not complaining and, and being champion for a year. And it was just I really felt for the guy because, you know, I just had shoulder surgery last October and I it was my second shoulder surgery. And the first time I had it, I was like 25 and I was like back at work within like a month you know what i mean physical therapy this past time like 42 years old now it took me like five months to get back to doing what i you know so i can understand the and just you know him being a top tier athlete and trying to get back to that level that kenny omega's at him dropping that bombshell was kind of like a, a whoa like i've been sitting here thinking like oh we're gonna see kenny omega any minute now and he's talking about hey i'm still struggling to get through rehab
1: yeah that sucks shoulder surgery. I've been through it too and that is not the toughest or not the easiest, sorry. It is the one of the toughest surgeries there is.
0: Yeah, well he just didn't I mean he had like I said hernia surgery, some kind of sinus surgery. He was suffering from oh, wow. Like just all kinds of stuff. So get get well soon, Kenny Omega. We hope to see you back in a or I mean yeah. at, uh Sasha Banks and Naomi were uh, i guess officially taken off the you know the internal roster for wwe you know they have one on their website that you know is kind of fake or whatever but inside uh wwe headquarters they've been taken off the uh, roster and naomi actually changed her twitter bio to wwe wrestler to uh female wrestler so it looks like they're gonna be either they've been released or it's gonna happen soon and uh i hope we get to see them either in aew or Uh, TNA or somewhere somewhere where they can do what they want to do and have fun doing it
1: so too I've been looking forward for that for a while
0: Um, Paige from WWE uh, she had that movie that The Rock made for her and everything like that and had that bad neck injury Uh, WWE let her contract run out a lot of rumors are speculating that she might be AEW bound not sure we'll see what the future holds um, she would be a benefit to anybody's locker room. She's such a a great talent, and uh, she was sad. And she she put a kind of like how Eddie Kingston had that player Tribune article before he fought CM Punk. She uh, yeah. He did a player Tribune article uh, thanking WWE for their time. Um, she didn't blame them. Um, they're not gonna they're not gonna clear, her, so she's not gonna get the wrestle there. So um, we'll see what happens with Paige.
1: Whoa hopefully best things to all of them i of course want to see them all in aew just being the fan i am i would it, love to see them all in
0: a aew as long as they're healthy and it's not going to be something where they're like get paralyzed or something like that you know I'm all yeah f- like uh, exactly because like, the injury bug is killing aew we're going to talk about it later in this Great episode of Dynamite, but I told you a while back, and I didn't want to talk about it until like I got a little bit more information because we kind of both agreed we're not going to talk about news unless it's kind of out there a little bit. But um, Santana and Ortiz, there's some kind of rift here that's going on. Um, apparently, they haven't been talking to each other. Apparently, uh, Santana before this match, like AW, lets him take independent bookings a lot as long as it's ran through the office. Uh, he's been taking bookings without Ortiz. Um you know, we're gonna talk about it later how he suffers this bad injury, but uh apparently his contract's up in September. I don't know if they can freeze it now that he's hurt, what's gonna happen. I don't want to speculate on that, but apparently there's some big rift so it's not just uh, AEW wasn't wanting to do something with them. Apparently they were having problems. I don't a lot of times brothers fight. Hopefully they can get back together. Um, I don't know, but uh it's almost looking like we're gonna see a split between Ortana or Ortiz and Santana.
1: It'd be a damn shame at this point uh, to just kind of loss between the two. Although I do have to say, singly, they are best competitors out there. Yeah, definitely. And and they can go far. So that being sad, yeah. that that being sad, it is sad that they. I don't know. I, I hope they can work it through their differences. But that's just selfish me talk.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Jericho doesn't just work with anybody to work with anybody. He sees something in you, he's going to work with you. So, uh, you know, he saw something in them, hopefully. Uh, but that's the problem. And it's kind of what I'm going to talk about now with AEW. There's a report that's coming out that they're they're letting to look at a lot of contracts that of wrestlers who were with the company at the beginning, but, like, now are not being seen on TV a lot. Um, kind of let their contract run out, which Tony Khan does a good job of. He doesn't just release them. He doesn't do budget cuts as WWE does. He lets their contract run out. He pays them. Uh, Allen a- Alan Angels of the Dark Order, um, his contract ran up. They tried to uh, get him to re-sign on a uh, uh, get-paid-by-appearance kind of contract. And he was really cool about it. He He's only 24 years old. He got signed to AEW when he was 22 during the pandemic which was great for him because there was going to be no independent wrestling. So,
1: you
0: know, he basically said, I want to go bet on myself. I I never got the independent wrestling experience. So I want to go out there. I want to kill it in the indies. I want AEW to bring me back and not bring me back on a, you know, per pay appearance, like to sign me to a contract. And uh, I think that's awesome. It's kind of like what Cody did. Like, I'm going to go bet on myself. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to show everybody what I got. The kid's only 24. He had two great matches against Kenny Omega. Um, he's actually going to be on Impact, I think, this week or next week, fighting for the X Division Championship. So him just getting to go outside and do other things is going to be great. Uh, there was another story about Colt Cabana, you know, CM Punk's long-estrange friend. Apparently, his contract ran up. Um, there's some weird stories out there right now. Um, some are reporting that the Young Bucks got his job back and he's going to be in ROH. And some are saying that's wrong, so I'm still trying to uh, see what's going on with old Cabana.
1: Isn't he where he? is isn't that where he pretty much started in his yeah. ROH?
0: Yeah, him and Punk, man, I, some of them, they had some great matches in ROH, but yeah, that's where he started out at and kind of got big and then uh, WWE signed him and made him like Scotty Godwin or Scotty Goodman or something and, you know, fired him like two weeks later and then he went back to ROH, but yeah i hope him and punk can work things out i don't know That's not my issue that's their issue um i hope he got signed to roh roh is gonna need wrestlers so uh and he's a great hand so uh, we'll see what happens with that story but uh, i was just a little a little interesting you're gonna start seeing some people that you saw at the beginning of aew not gonna be there anymore and uh, it just kind of happens the company's getting bigger it's getting it's growing uh it's kind of sad, but this yeah. is part of business. But at least Tony pays them and doesn't just cut them and say bye. At least he lets their contract run out. They get paychecks until their contracts run out, and they can still go get independent bookings. Exactly,
1: and that's got to show you the respect that he has for the business, and the respect that he has guys putting in their hard
0: work. Oh yeah,
1: for it. and. and-
0: no, it's, it's just good for the business. I mean, it's just... It, it, they're, wrestlers will want to come back and work for you when you do something like that. Like, you know, there was no hard feelings between him and Alan Angels. Alan Angel just wants to go in the independence and make himself work. Um, a little bit of news on, you know, how big of a mark I am for my boy Claudio. Um, WWE, not only were WWE officials surprised when he showed up at Forbidden Door, but talent was actually surprised too cuz apparently WWE offered him like a huge contract and it kind of just goes to show you that it's not always about the money like he was there for 10 years so he made quite a lot of money so it's not really Tony's going to he's going to get to shine here in AEW and uh they were like shocked that he showed up on the pay-per-view and uh I think it's just good for Claudio. I love Claudio. You know how much I love Claudio. I'm actually wearing a Claudio shirt right now. My oh. AEW. My AEW Claudio shirt is ordered. It's on its way. I can't wait. I love the guy. Me and him, argue, me and him at an argue match at an ROH show. Love the guy. Um, he's going to do big things, and we're going to talk about that later. And then uh, i trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, oh, last thing, and then we can get to the pay-per-view. Um, Death Before Dishonor, the ROH pay-per-view, which I talked about. I told everybody months ago before it was going to happen. They announced yeah. their first FTR versus the Briscoes. Again, round two for the ROH championships Um, and I'll talk more about what I I think is going to happen later on when we get into the show
1: either way what's going to happen is going to be excellent if anything of what they've done prior to that it's going to be it's going to be an excellent match either way they put it
0: Which, which match is that?
1: the um
0: the um sorry I
1: oh sorry I was choking
0: no you're good the, the Briscoes
1: the Briscoes yeah
0: Briscoes and, and uh FTR round two I mean oh my god that's just gonna be that, mat, that first match it might be match of the year this year
1: that well yeah it's kind of far out to tell but um
0: you see the match?
1: possibilities. I mean,
0: did you see that match?
1: Yeah, I did see the first match. Oh,
0: so amazing.
1: So good. It was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I have no doubt in them bringing out the talent in, in one another.
0: Oh, I got one more. I'm sorry to interrupt. I wanted to get your opinion on this. Apparently, I forgot. I just, this popped in my head. I'm so sorry. Um, it's been a while since we talked. Um, Apparently, Time Warner Discovery is—they're—they're they're very happy because Forbidden Door did 100—it's being reported um, 127,000 pay-per-view buys, a one million dollar gate. So roughly the event with ticket sales and pay-per-view, and we won't get the final number for a long time, but made about six point five million dollars. They are—they—they they have approached ROH, and they're not—I mean, uh Tony Khan and AEW—they're not like like making him do it or asking him or for, but they're kind of trying to put it they're wanting him to do more pay-per-views per year not every month but maybe like every other month nope. what are your what are your thoughts on that
1: I I can't see it be being bad for business
0: do you think, um, do you think a $50 every two months pay-per-view model it's kind of like what we talked about with GCW about how much content they're putting out do you AEW fans pretty much buy the pay-per-view so I guess maybe they would but do you think in this today's climate it's six pay-per-views a year you think people would uh, shell out the 50 bucks for it? Uh,
1: Wow, that's yeah, that's a tough one to call because it's really hard it's really hard to call until you actually see the numbers paper
0: well, like each year (laughs) each pay-per-view franchise so like whether it all be Double or Nothing, All Out, Full Gear, whatever, has done more buys each year. Now, that's going to come to an end at All Out because last year it did 211,000 buys with CM Punk's first match. That's not going to happen again. I mean, to think that is kind of ridiculous. But um, my thing is, if they're asking them to do that, why don't you just sign them to a deal to HBO Max and do what WWE does and just put pay-per-views on there? kind of like they do with Peacock.
1: Yeah, why not? I, so, it, it, do you have a bit of inside news on how that's coming along with the HBO Max?
0: <laughs> you keep hearing different things, so I, like, I'm like. i not trying to put my neck out there on anything yet. Like, I keep hearing HBO Max. That's what I keep hearing. Um, the thing that threw a wrinkle into that, though, was what I reported a while back, that uh, OVW got signed to Netflix for their like reality show, like following the wrestlers. And that kind of like Tony Khan was kind of like, oh, really? What? Um, Netflix is trying to get into the game. Um, Brandon Thurston, uh, there, uh, there's a, a podcast I listen to every week. It's called WrestleNomics. And he does a great job of like breaking down kind of the uh, economic side of pro wrestling. And right. um, WWE and AEW, I think their deals are coming up about the same time. So. Uh, there's going there could be a bidding war. Who knows? I, WWE maybe first. I'm not sure, but um, he has said that what AEW should do is because Rampage's numbers, even though they were number three this week in cable on Friday night, he thinks that they should sell Dynamite separate and Rampage and ROH to a streaming service.
1: Uh, could work
0: so that way you're not really worried about how many people are watching. They can watch it whenever they don't have to tune in Friday night and you have to worry about what the, the ratings are or whatever. But, um, I mean, that could work. Uh, he bought ROH for the library. He signed a deal with DDT to get their library. They're working with new Japan. New Japan has come out and said they want to hold, uh, a forbidden door in the Tokyo dome, which would be awesome. So,
1: um, I'm loving that idea after this forbidden door, this, that, that's just, uh, Brainer with that,
0: and it's gonna be kind of uh, I'll kind of talk about more when I told you I'm gonna rant later because you know, I'm a wrestling fan, I like WWE, I love AEW, I love ROH. I, I'm i a wrestling fan, I'm going to SummerSlam for crying out loud. Um, but the wrestling business, people talk like you got those old heads like Cornette and all them talking about what the, what the ratings were back then, it's a whole different ball game now, but raw killed it this week in ratings uh, dynamite killed it this week in ratings they're number one on their respective nights uh nothing comes close so uh i expect some big deals to be coming for both companies which is just a good thing for everybody yeah everybody everybody makes out in the end
1: especially yeah. the wrestling viewer so yeah. definitely yeah but I, gonna... I don't see the bad side to you.
0: I'm going to go off on that later, so uh, we can get into this Dynamite if you want. I think that's all. I just I, I heard that uh, that just coming from Discovery, uh, how happy they are with AEW, and uh, I think it shows how happy they are with AEW to let them do what they did on this Dynamite.
1: Oh, yeah, and um, to start with, uh, we had all-ego e- all Ethan Page with uh, Dan Lambert, Freshly squeezed orange Cassidy with the best friends, and uh, we kind of talked about this. Where Dan Lambert ordered Ref uh, Bryce Remsburg to send the best friends to the back, and Bryce had basically no choice but the fall rules of the athletic commission.
0: Yeah, it's and, a, I, um, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, no, I at first at first I was opposed to it but then I could see what you were saying is that yes there is athletic comm- missions still out there this well, can work yeah, and it-
0: yeah here's the thing like back in the day they used to be regulated just like boxing was until Vince, McMahon, yeah. until Vince McMahon finally was getting tired of paying the money for these commissions and he finally said this is a work <laughs> we're not really fighting each other we're not really you, you, we don't need an athletic commission um most of the states took away having to be, you know, an athletic commission. I don't know if Michigan is one. I know Kentucky is. That's why you don't see him come to Kentucky a whole lot. Um, Yeah. I just thought there's a lot of people, like, you read online, and, you know, I'm on Twitter quite a bit, and I kind of want to see where, because it's it's such a crazy place when people talk about wrestling, but people say, oh my god, I hate Dan Leverett, and I think, I'm like, that's the point. He's a heel. Like, he's supposed to be Hated, and I want to get. I want to get. I want. I'm going to let you talk about the match a little bit. But there was in this din dy- in this episode of Dynamite alone, there were so many Easter eggs planted, where like you had to pay attention to everything that was said and everything that was done. And I'm going to point it out to you later. I'm going to see if you paid attention. I'm going to see if you know what I'm talking about, especially in this okay. first match and in the Jay Cargill match, and uh, I forget what else. But. Um,
1: well, like I said, I, I kind of did slack off on the notes. So I'm I'm of going off the AEW site.
0: Yeah, no, to, I mean, you have you have every reason to be that.
1: But yeah, to, to refresh my memory, um, Ethan Page uh, uh, grabbed Orange, pulled him to the mat. Uh, Orange jumped uh, to his and drop Page. Orange blocked a hip toss and then grabbed All-Ego e- uh, all with an arm drag and jumped off the top rope uh, with a diving uh, crossbody press, which was pretty damn impressive. Yeah, um, Ethan shoulder blocked Orange, sending him uh, down to the mat. Ethan uh, hoisted up Cassidy with a vertical uh, suplex and took him down. Uh, uh, He's got control over Orange Cassidy, and he's taking his time, said uh, Taz of Ethan Page. Uh, Page kicked uh, Orange and followed up with a brain buster for your fall. Page uh, tried for e- an ego's edge, but Orange slipped out. Orange capitalized with the Hurricane. Uh, Lambert uh, grabbed Orange's boot to distract him. Then Ethan uh, squashed Cassidy with Power Slam for a two count. Uh, Orange uh, rallied back with the the Stun Dog Millionaire, which is one. Moves that he does. Um, orange nailed uh, Page with a DDT for a two count. Uh, Lambert jumped onto the ring apron, uh, trying to draw Orange's attention away from Ethan Page. Orange avoided the distraction and clocked uh, Ethan Page with two orange punches and then a body slam uh, to, to pan Ethan Page. And uh, The the body slams were really sold Because the whole match He was trying to get that body slam in Well, do you know why? I mean, he's been trying He was trying to do it Since the beginning of the match And yeah, but, he was having do you know- do you know- Difficult doing it
0: Yeah, but do you know why?
1: Not necessarily, no
0: Things where you had to, like, pay attention Dan Lambert, after getting them, getting uh, the best friends kicked out, he started dissing Orange Cassidy saying how scrawny he is and how small he is and how he couldn't even body slam Ethan Page and what's he doing in a yeah. wrestling and then bam, what's he beat him with? A body slam yeah and one of the things that you didn't talk about uh, also is, um, and I reported this, I was a little early on it, but um, Orange Cassidy's new theme music uh, Jane from uh Oh God, I'm, I'm forgetting the band, but his old indie music that Tony Khan got licensed.
1: Uh, I want to say, I want to say it's Alda Nova, but I know I'm probably wrong on that.
0: Like Jefferson Starship, I think, or something.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think it's Jefferson Starship. So when I told you about it, I guess he apparently
0: had like 95% of the rights, which he said the media's from is like 0%. He had to get the rest of the rights from people that owned it or whatever. But, um, it just shows you, uh just Tony Khan gets it like you know CM Punk the cult personality and you know all the other people but um Ethan Page mark my words in two to three years this kid will be a world champion he has he has everything he has the look the the skill set the size the the movement I hate how they have him just jobbing out every week I kind of hope that stops because it kind of makes him look bad but um, yeah it
1: gets frustrating because he has all of that going for him and uh yeah, it just it it frustrates me to know when to
0: because he'll be chance
1: he, yeah, i I'm pretty sure that he'll uh he'll get that chance and the, uh, in...
0: you've, and you've kind of changed me uh you know between you and uh you know, maybe I was too hard on him, but you know, I'm, I'm an orange Cassidy guy now I get it I get the I get the gimmick, I get it, I like it. Uh, I knew they weren't gonna have him lose this match after losing though. Uh, Osprey in such an amazing match, but it was a good opener to this. This crowd was hot, and they were hot through the whole night. And uh, that's just if you watch a Raw or a SmackDown compared to an AEW, it's just night and day with the crowd. It's just so amazing. Just
1: oh yeah, this crowd was, was absolutely fabulous. They were fun to watch. They had a g into it. Um, it it's. It was a really just a live crowd. I don't know how else to put it. Just
0: when you're, I've been in some of those crowds. Like when I used to go to matches in St. Louis and stuff like that, would just be so rowdy and just oh, you just have so much fun and you can let loose and oh, that's what pro wrestling is all about. Like just forget about what's going on in your life or what's going on or whatever. Just get lost and just this. Mm. It, it makes me sad that we don't like how raw is 3 hours and smackdown's 2 hours every week. I wish I had 5 hours a week of AEW. Just
1: yeah. I do uh, too, you know. It, it just it just would make more sense. I don't know. It it'd be a lot more fun.
0: I can't sit there but, with all, I can't do it, but like a 2-hour dynamite it seems like I blink and it's over.
1: Yeah, it it went by really fast. And then that that brought us to Christian's uh, uh tony shivani on the uh, ramp to interview christian cage oh, so good. And, um it's been weeks since christian's post match by attacking on the attack on jungle boy and christian cage says now tony was asked by upper management to come out here and apologize for the insensitive marks i made about jungle boy's family apologize for anything I've ever done or said my entire career. That being said, Jungle Boy, I'm sorry if we, that family isn't dead. And you had to witness <laughs> and they had to witness you and me two weeks ago on Dynamite. The only thing in this scumbag city has it going for it is that you're too close to Canada. Hey, what do you, <laughs> no. you
0: He called him Motor City something, and that's that was a callback to Kevin Nash. He said that one because Kevin Nash is from Detroit, he said that on a Nitro one time. So, just a little fun fact there. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Motor City scumbags or Money City, Motor City road haul, something like that, but. Kevin Nash said, "Motor, it one time, it said hey, Motor it, City
1: Sweat Hogs" is what yes, I had Yes, down there.
0: yes. and uh, yeah, he said that one time to get some heat back on himself when he was getting cheered because that's his hometown. So that was a throwback to oh, uh, Kevin Nash.
1: And then we went uh, out into uh, Luchasaurus walking out, and Luchasaurus, how good did he look? Oh my god,
0: this, amazing, bro! It was like. It was like Kane's Hellfire and Brimstone entrance. It was just... Because, like, I get why they had the Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy gimmick going on for a while. But it was kind of corny in a way to me. And uh, I never really got behind them. Like, I knew they were good. And I didn't mind watching their matches because they put on bangers. But, like, I would look and see, like, this guy beat a dinosaur. What the hell? You know, what's going on? When he came out in this all black, just nasty what is he 611 610 just oh yeah and just looked like a badass bro and we didn't talk about Christian cage's promo from the week before because we did forbidden door instead and we talked about it when it happened like the heel turn itself was kind of blah but we were both happy that he was turning heel because of what we were going to get and just the way he dresses he comes out like with like the turtleneck and the jacket and the the smugness and the yeah. uh, just the he way a, a black look going for him oh he just oh it was he amazing looked,
1: and I, I like the way that he's uh, taken Boris as his father figure and
0: uh, did you hear what they said like uh, what did he say like don't let what happened to Marco happen to you that was like the first week I think or whatever oh yeah yeah Yeah, Marco. Marco, Remember what happened to the
1: other guy, or something
0: like that. Well, no, he actually said Marco. He said, "Don't let what happened to Marco happen to you." And he was talking to talking to Luchasaurus, saying that Jungle Boy did something to Mark. You know, and then and uh, just a little fun fact here: Marco stunt came out and said he thought it was stupid because he didn't like Christian, probably because he got fired. But he said he didn't understand Christian being in the group. But whatever, that's now here or there. But I thought it was just kind of a, it's the storytelling that AEW does. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe you know he's he's trying to like say that you know he's prying on Luchasaurus's like uh, uh you know I don't know worries and fears and things like that and like now I'm gonna be your father figure I'm gonna take you and bring you to the heights that Jungle Boy couldn't do you're gonna be a badass and uh, he kicked ass in this uh, match
1: right yeah and uh, after after the match Doris yanks kind of go out of the ring. And the uh, choke slams are kind of go onto the floor, which oh, looked was... double tough. Oh, that was rough. Uh, that yeah, that that looked like it could not feel good at all. Um, after that, backstage, Tony Schiavone interviewed uh, the TNT champion Scorpio Sky and Wardlow. Uh, Wardlow just said, "I'm done talking. I'm sick of this." Every member of an uh, America top team, I'll treat every one of them like they're security guards, and I'll beat your
0: ass and take that title home.
1: Yeah, I, and,
0: I this was kind of a down for me, and, and it's nothing against either guy, because they're both great talents, but I don't know if it was because he was injured or what, but I think they should have had this happen, the match, everything, the night after uh, the, a double or nothing. At the LA Forum, they should have had Wardlow winning the belt. Then uh, it kind of cooled the match down a little bit. Like we'll talk about the match next week, you know, accordingly. But um, uh, this, I think, was just kind of a. I think they should have done it right away.
1: Uh, yeah, I could see where you where you say that because um, it just it, it would only makes.
0: And that, I get it, that would
1: he was be the natural but, flow of
0: things. Yeah, I guess he was hurt. That's you know, maybe that's why they didn't do the match right away. But Wardlow was so hot, and he'll get hot again. They'll, they'll warm him back up. They're, I mean, that, people people freak out a lot on, on the internet, like, "Oh my god, uh, AEW!" He was on TV, and now, like, "Calm down, it's gonna be okay. Uh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be hot. We'll talk about that, you know, next week because that proved, you know, to on. This week's dynamite, but, um, but just watching the segment, I was kind of just like, "Uh, I wish I would have already seen this already."
1: Yeah, I, I can, I can see where, you, where you're saying that too.
0: And Scorpio Sky's old TNT rain has just kind of been blah to me.
1: I don't, I don't find it as that, that, uh, that hot, commodity right now. I, I, though the whole run he's done hasn't been that great. It just...
0: And I don't think it's his fault. It's just like, after he won it, it kind of just... Because we went from like Darby wrestling every week with the TNT title and other, you know... And then it seemed like Scorpio Sky like we would see backstage segments or whatever and then they kind of teased the face heel turn with, you know, Daniels and SCU and all. I don't know. I just... I I could be critical of AEW at the same time I could be positive about him and I just thought this just kind of lost it I'm glad it's over but um yeah this just kind of it didn't hurt the dynamite it just kind of when I watched it I was just kind of like eh okay
1: yeah that's about how I felt too um after that we had a trios tag match so we had the acclaimed platinum Mask ca- <laughs> caster Austin and Colton Gunn Anthony Bones dad- and Billy Gunn
0: scissor me daddy ass yeah <laughs> that's my favorite
1: I love, I, I, I love how he does that uh, he's great at that and then uh we had danhausen and uh the triple a roh and IGP gp tag championships ftr dax hardwood and cash wheeler uh this uh This was a great match.
0: Oh, all the way through. And was, I thought you were going to go the other way. Oh, this was fantastic.
1: Oh no, this was a great match. I I especially liked uh, Danhausen uh, when he uh, sent uh, Colton halfway across the ring with the Hurricane Rana.
0: He can go. I told you, didn't I tell you he can go? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He can. And and you made a you made a believer out of me. I I was i was a little because i if you remember i was standoffish to him and i was like ah, oh, come on this guy i don't see him doing it and yeah he can go
0: and i was telling you and i was telling you, i was like dude this guy can go the funny thing before you get into the match what cracked me up is he gets on the mic and he does his little sh- you know stick and he's like i got these couple of guys uh to be my partners i guess they're pretty good at this wrestling thing or something and then ftr's music comes out and the pop bro ftr are like some of the biggest baby faces in all of the professional wrestling All yes they like they
1: are the, completely over
0: the roof blew off that place and what i like about it is that you could like when when dan houseen announced them like cash kind of went up to dan Housen and kind of shook his hand or whatever but Dax was just so like committed to the match. Like he walked right past Danhausen and was just like, I'm ready to fight.
1: Yeah, he did. And, uh, what I like is, uh, the, the spots that they have with the multiple suplexes that FTR, um, did on the gun club. Yep. And, uh, Dax kept on Austin with multiple German suplexes, just German suplex after German suplex. Austin was looking for the quick draw. Dax blocked it and then tagged in Danhausen, and uh, which was a wise move. Danhausen pump kicked Austin and attempted the GTS, but Bowens jumped in the ring with his crutch and inadvertently clocked Austin in the face with it, which then, pinning Austin after the shot. Uh, the gun club's not happy with the acclaimed right now as, as ex Uh Billy Gunn wants an explanation from Bowen, says Taz. And Austin Gunn finally uh, got up and shoved Bowen. Billy shoved Austin to the mat trying to calm him down. And it, it's like he said, he's either trying to make peace or silence. Claimed, and have, uh, you really can't tell which way that's going to go. Right, right at this point.
0: Have, have you seen this week's Dynamite yet? Um, yes. Okay, I'm not gonna but, say. Well, we're gonna cover it later, but um, oh my God, just Bowen's coming up, and like the whole pushing, you know? Oh, it's just so good. AEW has so much great young talent. The gun, the Ass Boys, the Gun Club, whatever you want to call them. Those two are gonna be future champions. I don't Austin I really think is a star. The young the, the littler one, the younger one, he gives me Shawn Michael vibes. He just does. The way he dresses, the way he acts in the ring, his mannerisms. Um, you can tell they're young and they're a little green on some things, but they're gonna give them a couple of years of seasoning and like good feuds like this. And this team, they are just they are so good. And uh the acclaimed are going to be big baby faces. Everybody wants to do the rap and everybody does the, you know, it's almost like the DX thing where like road dog would do the whole, Oh, you didn't know your husband or call somebody, blah, blah, blah. Boys and yeah. girls all ages. And then Billy Gunn would say, suck it. Well, you got Max Caster coming out, doing the rap and doing all that. And then you got, you know, Bowen saying Cincinnati, you know, the acclaimed have arrived and that's, you know, his yeah. only catchphrase. And the crowd goes, you know, as you know, Pat Patterson says, the crowd goes banana. They go crazy, and how they would have the and how they have the asshole. We say indifference. It, oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah,
1: how they can't seem to get it right, and Bowen's is it, the only one that gets it right. And they it, just just that big pop that they get is so worth it.
0: It's so stupid, but it works so well.
1: It does.
0: You know, if I'm in if I'm in a crowd watching a dynamite in Cincinnati, and like this little this little punk says, "Hey, Cleveland, you know we hate Cleveland," or. Hey, Colum- we, we get pissed off you say that. And then you got, you know, Anthony Bowens is our hero saying, Cincinnati, the crowd just goes crazy. It's such a great way. It's kind of like the Mick Foley cheap pop where he would always say the city where he's at, you know Yeah. It's such a great way just to get, the crowd was already hot, but just, oh my God, they were so hot for this. It was so great. And uh- you
1: saying that, you saying that was, was right on the money. That reminds me of that Mick make- pop. <laughs>
0: He, he and he would say he would cheap pop He'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to get to cheap pop St. Louis," and the crowd would go crazy, you know. And it was so good. And just a little uh, fun fact: the GTS is uh, Dan Halsey's finishing move, which is pretty funny.
1: But yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's- um, next, next thing we went to Son, uh, He was backstage with Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh. Uh, lethal demanded Samoa Joe defend his ROH TV Championship against. Lethal at Death Before Dishonor next month on pay per view, mm-hmm. um, in which uh, Satnam Singh said that Jay is going to kill you, kind of referring <laughs> back to Samoa. Uh, Samoa Joe's catchphrase. Did I
0: uh, did I tell you why Samoa Joe's not on TV right now? No. Oh my bad. That's some news I he is um, shooting a. I don't want to get it wrong. Do you remember the video game Twisted Metal?
1: Twisted Metal uh, was that on like PS three, PS it was like
0: two, PS three. PS three. Yeah, the clown and driving the cars around and doing stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: TV show, and he's either the voice of the main character or he's the actor in the show and somebody else voices it it's one of the two but he's off shooting a television show that's why he's not here right now he'll be back for the pay-per-view he's gonna fight Jay lethal but yeah and i think the funny thing about it and i I wish i could like check this real quick i think it's on peacock which is funny but anyway um yeah that's why Samoa Joe's not there he's doing a television show uh he'll be back soon
1: makes sense um after that we had championship open challenge uh Champ Kate uh, Jade Cargill with Stokely Hathaway and Kira Hogan versus Layla Gray. I've never heard of
0: Layla Gray before. Hey, uh, I just want to say before you get going, she is she is one very good-looking woman to be on TV. She is.
1: She is she's very good-looking, and um, I think that's part of her appeal to well, the crowd. And-
0: it was kind of, did you pay attention? This was another one of those things where I said at the beginning of the show that you kind of had to pay attention to what Stokely Hathaway was saying. And uh, I'll let you get into the match first and then I'll explain uh, after.
1: Well, uh, Jade just, uh, its it said here, walloped Layla with strikes. Jade caught Gray and countered with a follow-up slam. Gray charged into the corner with a step-up knee strike. But uh, Jade... Uh, a running bulldog with a a pump kick cargo smashed gray with jaded and then her making jade 34 and oh and jade saying i'm tired of all all you fans all these women owning next time stokely give me some real competition and stokely kind of says hey she's fired up and i know why last this queen gave an opportunity to every single woman in the locker room. Gray doesn't even work here, and she had the wherewithal to the season. Athena and Statlander, you're just lazy. Athena and Chris Statlander ran to the ring. Uh, I think they could have got a bit better with their insults there. But
0: um, I'll, I'm other than,
1: Okay, other than... Uh, Grace shoved Athena uh, off the top rope and Jade, uh, Kira and Layla got the upper hand um and that was pretty much the end of that segment
0: okay well when I first watched this um I was mad at AEW for a minute and I'm like my thing was cause this was on Twitter which was actually really funny it was Tony Khan and Stokely Hathaway going back and forth about how um Jade wanted an opponent, and Tony Khan's like, you're lucky I'm a night owl. Um, here's an open challenge. You know, make it happen, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so when Stokely got on the, the mic, and he was like, you know, you guys were too lazy, and, and blah, I was kind of like, what? You're burying your baby face. What are you doing? I, I was so pissed. Like, I walked away for a minute. Like, I went outside to smoke a cigarette. Like, I was like, what the? What did I just watch? Okay, and then I was like, I'm so stupid. I went back, and... It was such great heel work by Stokely Hathaway. So after, I don't, I don't think the notes said it because I don't think you mentioned it, but after like, um, uh, Athena and Statlander ran to the ring, Stokely looked at, what's the new, what, what was that new girl's name?
1: Um, Gray.
0: Yeah, Gray. He looked at her and he was like, get him. So yeah. yeah so
1: he had he kind of had a twist to it there too
0: yeah what the story was was he hired her there was no open contract nobody had a chance to fight jade he picked her just to be a loser to um jade and her become a baddie and help her and her fight again it was it was brilliant and that's kind of one of the brilliant things, like, you don't first notice. Like, when you first watch it, you're like, what the hell did I just see? And Because I was pissed. I'm like, you just made your baby faces look stupid and called them lazy. And then I was like, wait a minute. He he didn't even give him a chance to sign the contract. That's why they ran out there. He handpicked this opponent to lose to Jade on purpose, and then helped Jade beat him up when they ran to the ring. It was brilliant. It was it was great. I love it.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I I caught that afterwards too. And I'm like, okay, I see where he's going with it. But um, I like that, that
0: view. They they make you think while also you're watching wrestling. It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, it is, and that is of course uh, preceded by Blood and Guts Cage match. Oh my god. Uh, which uh, I what what can I say about this match that, I, that before, you get, started,
0: before you get started before you before you get started I just want to say um, as your good friend um, somebody I talk to a lot um, I told you so
1: <laughs> you did And you, this was
0: and I will tell. the banger of a match. And I will tell you why afterwards, because if you pay attention to AEW, the match, the ending was already told to you a couple of weeks ago. But I will explain that. This match was amazing. But I want to. You do a great job of describing the match, so I want to listen to what you how you describe it. And then uh, I love. I loved every minute. This was, oh, one of the reasons I'm a wrestling fan. This was so great.
1: Well, let's see. Uh, so, at first, we started off with the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society scoring the man advantage at Forbidden Door this past Sunday on pay per view. So, um, hey, hey,
0: one, one sec. How fucking dorky do they look?
1: Who uh, the
0: the KAS uh, with the clockwork?
1: The Jericho the clockwork. Appreciation Society.
0: The clockwork. They, They looked
1: so terrible.
0: But it was so... It's so terrible. It's great.
1: Like... It was... It was kind of like they... I think they were taking a jab at sports entertainment. Oh, they are. And (laughs) and taking it to the full-on extreme. Like, this is so beyond
0: ridiculous. That's what this whole thing is. is just blasting WWE. It's great. But, like, Jericho with the little hat. And they all had the matching red on. And it was just... Oh, I pop! I popped so hard when I seen him walk out. I'm like, "Holy shit! Are you serious right now? This is so great!" Yeah, now, it was pretty funny. I, I, I want to get your I want to get your thoughts on this. How do you? Because when they first started the JAS, when they started singing Judas, they would cut him off, and then um, now they let him sing the song. I don't I don't know how I feel about having a heel have his his song sang in unison by the crowd before they do all.
1: Here's my idea on it. There are so many good songs that they could choose a different Fozzie song and not have it go over as big. Right. But how so do you feel I think, feel I think the- that they could possibly choose a different Fozzie song in place of Judas so, so yeah, and, you don't like, the
0: so you don't like it right
1: oh i don't like it no maybe because heal
0: yeah i don't I, I i you know and i say that and if i was in an aew audience i would probably be singing the song too but like i just i i wish they went back to where they cut it off like after like the first chord. you know because like they would let people sing like a couple lines and then they would cut it off i wish they would go back to doing that but that's just Yeah, maybe be I,
1: like you not it. We don't, yeah. We're not here for this. And yeah, so definitely. But I think they could pull it off in, in a different way and say, okay, well, there's this Fozzie song that's not as catchy. And we're going to do this one instead. Up to, maybe leading up to a heat. I don't know if they're going to turn baby face. I don't know. Oh, there's no
0: but, way. No, there's no way. There.
1: I, I don't. Will, i think you
0: might have a people break off and become baby faces like um daniel garcia is a star um uh, daddy magic has won me over the promo that on this week's dynamite which we'll talk about next week was so great if it was real great if it wasn't great but what he said was just it touched my heart and they're like it was so cool and uh oh just okay i'm gonna stop go ahead i'm sorry i'm rambling on
1: oh no you're fine but uh he began for the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society while Claudio started the match for the Blackpool Combat Club, which I against, know you love.
0: Against who? And here's my thing. I just want to say this real quick because I love my boy Claudio and I will keep banging my freaking fist until I see a death before dishonor. Claudio versus Gresham. They keep they keep teasing it. And I want Claudio to be the freaking ROH world champion. And I want to see the Blackpool Combat Club come out with two heavyweight champions but, here's my thing. Claudio's been a free agent for, what, four to five months? This match went on for 46 minutes. He started the match.
1: Yes. And that, I mean... And he started the match with
0: a series of European uppercuts. Those look so good. Oh, I, that's one of my favorite things he does. That and the swing. But those uppercuts look like they would really freaking fucking hurt. They... they- Looked stiff as hell,
1: and and uh, then Sammy springboarded off of the ropes to kind of create distance from Claudio. And Sammy gave Claudio the middle finger, kind of egging him on. Claudio was looking for uh, an elevator uppercut. Uh, Sammy uh, countered with with the cutter, which was very well done.
0: Yes, it was. Very good. Um,
1: uh, ah. Daniel Garcia was the next he began to uh, stomp a mud hole into Claudio not my words
0: (laughs) hey
1: now
0: hey now hey uh, real quick before you keep going on how do you feel about the whole JR not announcing until the last hour
1: I think I think it's a a a fake um uh I I don't want to in any way disparage JR but he's he's not on on the part he used to be
0: yeah I want to say I I love Jim Ross he is I know a lot of people say Tony Schiavone is the voice no Jim Ross is the voice of my childhood and my uh, adulthood and I I I love the man his books and everything but like at Forbidden Door when Adam Cole suffered a concussion and then uh, Jay Lethal being his friend you know whatever Buck K-Fabe you know he he held him down to pin him he was like well, boy ain't that anti-climatic that's not your job as an announcer bro your job is to put the people over and he called Ruby Soho Ruby Riot he called he called Claudio Cesaro he called you know he like he's been in the yeah. business 50 years it's kind of probably time for him to go and I you know I announced on the show a while back they signed him to a year and a half and when that year and a half is over it'll be 50 years in the wrestling business I think it's time for our boy to put up the old cowboy hat it's been a great ride but uh, it just sometimes seems like he doesn't want to be out there. Uh, I, I get that. Uh, I don't know what
1: better position he could be put in. Uh, I, I like his I like his backstage side in which well, he does an interview I'm here fine. and there.
0: I'm fine with him being like bring him out for the main event and let him announce the main event and it just so happened to be that this main event was an hour long and uh, uh, you know I like because you bring him out before with his his song and the people are going to pop for JR you know he's battling cancer and he's doing a great job and you know kick cancer's ass JR you're doing a great job it's just yeah. I think it's kind of almost time for I like to taz and Excalibur team so much
1: yeah I would I would definitely like to see that
0: Yes, and to uh, it to me just sounds so much better. I don't know. I like a two-man booth more than I do a three, four, five-man booth. That's just me.
1: Yeah, it it gets a bit much and it gets kind of muddled in the mix.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, we and don't I, need we don't need that many announcers. Yeah, we don't.
0: Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on that and put Tony in the backstage. Let him do the interviews. That's great. But just give me Taz and Excalibur on the uh, commentary, and I'll be happy.
1: Yeah, they'd be great on their own. Um, but m- most of the match uh, dare I say was Blackpool Combat Club uh, and, and Claudio and um, uh, ranching them with the suplex and um, all, all the Jericho so- appreci- appreciation society just kind of goes down as a result um,
0: they let Moxley do whatever the fuck he wanted to do yeah. This guy yeah. Brought, This guy brought in broken glass. I don't know if it was sugar glass or not. And I know it was during the pitcher and pitcher, but this guy brought in glass Tacks He had what was it? The sticks yeah. he got his freaking yeah. head. I thought was just amazing. Uh um, Yeah. The part when uh what's what's the other guy's name in 2.0? Not Daddy Magic. Who's the other guy?
1: Uh Matt Menard.
0: Matt Menard. When he was hanging upside down on the on the 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 cage and the blood was just oh my that was so awesome that
1: looked wicked that looked wicked and um it um the quote that they have in here is it's sadistic said jim ross (laughs) when
0: when he stabbed that in his head like i i winced like i was like oh what the fuck, oh and he still had, like, 15 in his back pocket. Like, it was just... It <laughs> and was he just,
1: still just, kept going.
0: And then he took the walls of Jericho on the thumbtacks. It was like, oh, my God, bro. Uh,
1: my my favorite uh, part of the match was towards the end. Um,
0: hey, and did I not tell you to watch out for that announce table? Did I not tell you?
1: Oh, yeah, you did. And what a, what a redemption... From the previous uh, previous blood and guts, it, it didn't it didn't look phony.
0: Well, you know, I, I don't like tell,
1: that. You could tell it like kind of had padding to it, but it no, it but... didn't didn't take your disbelief and say, "Oh, that that would garbage." You know, it okay. didn't it okay. didn't lead me to that.
0: I take I take so much. Um, Exception to that, like last year when Jericho did the the fall, and yeah, I know there were boxes. I know he still suffered a dislocated elbow. People,
1: he did, and I, I'm not saying that I go out there and die as no, a result.
0: I, I'm not saying that, but everybody keeps saying, "Oh, it looks fake." It, 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 it looks fake. Maybe it might have looked. Dude broke his fucking elbow. Like, uh, yeah, like it's still not safe. I don't care what you put down there they're still falling from 20 feet high whatever um i just thought i thought the year before his blood and guts got a lot of bad when people were talking about that and i just was like you know the dude broke his freaking arm i mean i don't they they put all that stuff down there and he still broke his freaking arm. but sammy's fall was really cool uh eddie just fucking threw him off
1: yeah kingston it, well it was a low blow and then just talked um, and then Jericho and Kingston duked it out on top of the cage. Jericho applied the walls of Jericho on Kingston. Claudio climbing up to the top of the cage and smashing Jericho with the running boot. Claudio uh, hurled Jericho with the giant that swing on top of the cage.
0: That was so and fun.
1: And Menard clubbing Claudio from behind, saving Jericho. And then Claudio placed Matt on the Scorpion Deathlock and forced Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, to tap out. Kingston was frustrated because he was trying to make Jericho tap out at the same time. So there's a little bit of heat there nope. with them. Nope. Nope. Uh,
0: you're wrong.
1: I'm wrong that there's heat. I felt that there was heat there.
0: Nope. Nope. And that's what AEW wanted. To be planted and this is where i was telling you you gotta pay attention to every episode of AEW, whether it's dynamite or pay-per-view okay so they kept talking about how there's heat between eddie and claudio and this is like a running internet thing so like you got they're really like best friends but like uh there was something like happened like i could send you a picture that i have saved somewhere on my phone for like when they were roommates but whatever but like something happened in chicago where like, before he was supposed to go to WWE, Cesaro was supposed to put him over, but the Booker chain, but whatever. So, Eddie just kind of made it like a personal, I hate CM Punk, I hate Daniel Bryson, I hate Cesaro, blah, blah. Anyway, so they kept talking about this, and then you get up there, and you see them both put on the finishing holds. Now, oh my god, two or three weeks ago, Brian Danielson came out and said, I cannot compete at Forbidden Door or Blood and Guts. The person that takes my place is going to astound you. He is going to be great. Now, if you go back to Double or Nothing, who is the person that got choked out to lose the match for the Blackpool Combat Club? Brian Danielson. Who took right. Brian? Who took Brian Danielson's spot? Claudio. Claudio. So if Brian took Danielson that, so... would have been healthy he would have been the one who got the freaking uh, submission because him and Eddie were going at it too because he stopped Eddie from lighting Jericho on fire. So if this never happens where Brian gets hurt, that would have been him on top getting the win before Eddie Kingston. And we probably would have saw a Brian Daniels and Eddie Kingston feud. I don't think we're going to see a Claudio-Eddie Kingston feud. I really think they're going towards Claudio going to win the ROH title at the next pay-per-view. That's just... I mean that's what I want but I also just they keep talking about it like they keep bringing it up like Claudio keeps talking about how he's the best technical wrestler well Jonathan Gresham's going to be on Rampage this week he keeps talking about how he's the best and he's been talking about he even called out Claudio and Danielson by name you know like so I think that's where that's where going but like if you just imagine this never happened and you switch Claudio and Brian Danison, that would have been Brian Danison in that spot getting the win yeah but, but it's a huge spot for Claudio I mean, the guy goes at Door, wins against Zack Saber Jr., and then you have him wrestle 46 minutes on one of the highest-rated Dynamites in months, doing some great stuff. Oh my God! I, the only thing that could have made this so much better for me would have been a CM Punk appearance, and that's it. This was so great. There was they gave you what they said. They call it blood and guts for a reason, people. I saw some people talking about, oh my God, there was so much. Don't watch.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I, I it, it, it's like the mind that people are like. Oh, there is too much blood. What are you talking about? It's professional wrestling.
0: Well, it's but, it, it's called blood and guts.
1: Yes, like, it's called blood and guts. It's not sports entertainment, which they're making a mockery of in the first place. It's it's, they are. and it's and it's it's blood and guts, like you said. And <laughs> I would have not expected anything less I think an excellent job with it
0: and they did over a million viewers I think they did like 1.2 million viewers it was something to me it, it was great um, yeah. my, que- my thought was I, it almost seems like a little bit too soon after a pay-per-view but whatever like I get it um, Ryder Fest is coming up but um, oh my god <laughs> this was just so great like Moxley doing his GCW hardcore or whatever stuff he wanted to do Jericho still doing his spot Eddie Kingston still doing his stuff, Daddy Magic and the other and uh, uh, the uh, came out looking just so much. Even though they got their asses kicked, they took it like men and they looked so much better. And just the visual of Claudio swinging Jericho. Imagine if he slips. What happens then? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: that, that's where I was. I was worried about him. I really was. <laughs>
0: Jericho, came the- and he said, I was scared, but he goes, I trusted Claudio because we've got it before, not on top of a steel cage but he was like I was just thinking I can't wait for this to be over I can't wait for this to be over I can
1: can feel his tension there too but one thing I have to say is that uh, Daddy Magic Matt Menard uh, he put on such a performance he they They gave gave my respect so much Oh yeah, they, they got they got my respect hands down, whereas they didn't have it as as we've talked about. They didn't have it very much before. Did you know, but
0: in do you this know match,
1: who, they did.
0: Do you know who got uh, Daddy Magic, and I keep forgetting the other guy's name. I'm so sorry. Um,
1: Matt, um, wait, we have <laughs> Matt Menard, <laughs> and we have uh, yeah,
0: Do you know uh, who got them? Their AEW jobs?
1: I heard Jericho did.
0: No, Kevin Owens.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: They, they were. They were did
1: I think Jericho did probably well, because of the faction that they were in.
0: Well, they're all they're all Canadian, and uh, that's, that's probably why you think Jericho. But no, they were in they were in an X they were in an NXT and they got let go and uh, they did an interview on uh, uh, I think it's uh, there's a podcast every week that AEW does called AEW Unrestricted. With uh, Tony Schiavone and uh, Ref. Aubrey. And they had them on right afterwards. And uh, I don't know if it's Daddy Magic or Matt Menard. But one of the two, right after they were released, um, one of their wives was really, really pregnant. they were about to have their, I want to say first kid. Something like that. And WWE let him go. And Kevin Owens, who is friends with the Young Bucks, called him up and said, do you guys have anything you can do with these guys? These guys are great pro wrestlers. Blah, blah, blah. Tony had, you know, Tony watches WWE, which is a great thing, because I don't think Vince watches AEW, because I don't think Vince anything, but he saw the talent that they had, and he saw Daniel Garcia on NXT, because they weren't grouped together on NXT, but he saw all three, and he was like, man, these guys might be good together, and then when they got released, and then Kevin Owens made the call to the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks talked to Tony, and then bam, hey, can you guys, it's a great listen to, if you ever listen to AEW Unrestricted, and it's the...
1: One more thing. What was with Ty Conti passing the 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 bottle of rubbing alcohol to Jericho?
0: Well, I think he was gonna try to set Kingston back on fire, but then she kind of screwed that up. So I wish they wouldn't have showed it. But like the rubbing alcohol was like squirting out of it as she was handing it through the ring.
1: Yeah, and then I didn't I didn't quite (laughs) what quite get what was going to happen there. Well, it was obvious that she she was going to light him on fire, but
0: uh, I uh, we re, um, reset my memory because I'm not thinking right. Why was she trying to open the ring or why did Ruby Soho run out? What, what?
1: Uh, I actually, I'd have to go back and watch it again.
0: I don't remember because why,
1: why Ruby got involved. Yeah.
0: Well, Ruby's friends with First Eddie, and like, they did a thing before the match where she talked about how Eddie doesn't. Yeah. In this world, but she's one of them. Blah, blah blah blah, and she came out to. But I don't. I don't know if Tay was trying to get into the ring, or what. But she's such a great heel, Ty Conti. If she's wrestling or not, she is a great. And Sammy's a great heel. And this, to me, this was just. It was magic. It was just so good. It was, it was just such a great war games match. Because you know, I just I, I love the double ring. I love, I love the cage. I love the way it looks. I love how we know we were going to get violence, and we got... How did you, how did
1: you like... How did you... Entrances.
0: Oh, I loved it. I, loved I
1: it. thought I loved that it. was brilliant.
0: Yeah, it, it was so good, because you, you get the pop from Claudio again, you get the pop for Eddie, you get the pop from Mox, you know. Um, one thing we didn't talk about in this in this um, match was Santana giving like, the rock bottom, and then think he early early reports is like he tore his MCL oh wow so like he might be out a while but like like he was in the match and then next thing you know he was gone
1: yeah you're right
0: and they said that's why they did the spot with uh Menard being held over the ring being all bloody is because they were trying to make the match even five on five because they knew Santana was gone
1: right that makes sense.
0: That makes sense. But the right guy got the win, my boy, um, who should be a world champion and is going to be a world champion soon. Claudio. Uh, Claudio like, Claudio was the man of the night, if you ask
1: me. He was wrestler of the night.
0: Oh, he, he's mine too. You already know that.
1: Yeah, hands down. I mean, the, this was no debate in this. And, uh, of course, I gave this. A, this was a match. Oh,
0: this was a five-star dynamite. Like yeah, said,
1: five-star dynamite, period. Like
0: the beginning, like, the dude has been off television for, or like, five four.
1: five-chair shot. I keep forgetting the chair I shot.
0: chair <laughs> three- <laughs> three- shot. But the guy's been off television for, like, four or five months. And then yeah. he comes and wrestles a, I don't know, 20, 30-minute match with Zach Sabre. then a 46-minute blood and guts match, and he's going to be fighting at Frider Fest. and like I said, I'm predicting it now. That he's going to be winning the ROH Championship at Death Before Dishonor, which I'm going to buy, so we'll both watch it. But um, yeah, five, five, five chair shots all day long. Um, and Claudio definitely the wrestler of the night. And here is kind of. Here, did, I you want get, to get did
1: you get the uh, the? Uh, G-
0: yeah, but I've only got to watch like part of one. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get to him, but hey, I want to ask you a question. So, um, they had Forbidden Door and John Moxley won the title, right? <coughs> at double or nothing, CM Punk won the title. The next night on the Dynamites, like, they don't do a video package, like, showing people what happened. Like, you know how WWE does before the start of Raw? Like, they show, like, kind of what happened at the beginning, or, like, what happened at the pay-per-view in case you didn't watch. Do you, yeah. think, that, do you think that hurts the product a little bit? They're like, they automatically think that we should have watched the pay-per-view, and... Should have known that John Moxley's the world champion. Wouldn't have been better to like show like a little, I don't know, a minute clip of him beating Tanahashi to win the belt. Like,
1: yeah, I think, I think it would have been better showing the highlights of the match.
0: And isn't Why that not? like
1: it, it would and, only enhance what he was doing?
0: Right. Isn't that like kind of the, I think to me, that's really the only separation between the two is like a lot of people complain about it, but. You're going to know what's going on in WWE, whether you watched last Monday Night Raw or you watched three weeks ago. You're exactly. going to know what's going on. AEW, like, they just kind of... And I wish they would just kind of... We talked about it when we talked about, like, the Clark, um, the Clark Connor like, uh, promo, or the Juice Robinson promo. Just give me, like, a 30, 45, 60. Here, you got a minute. Go out get yourself over by talking. Like, just some packages here and there, I think, would just of help the product a little bit, right?
1: I think so. I don't see a problem with that at
0: all. Because I think that's what kind of 127,000 buys is really good, but their ratings suffered horribly during this buildup to to New Japan. Because like, like I know who these people were because me and you had this conversation. I had to explain to like explain to you like who some of these people were. Yeah, and, you did. And you're the average fan, and like people just. Um, you got to sell them on who Like, you're going to tell me this guy's a big star but why is he a big star
1: exactly and I, I felt like without you I would have been lost on a lot of the wrestlers because you're like okay here's why he's involved here's why he's a big player and it, and I, it helped tremendously
0: I'm a wrestling nerd I'm either listening to wrestling podcasts or I'm watching wrestling so I'm in And the no, but not everybody is me and
1: you know, actually have a life. Um, Incidentally, you to send me a link to the Aubrey Edwards uh, uh, podcast. What's it called?
0: Yeah, Spotify. Um, yeah, just go. Um, it's AEW unrestricted,
1: unrestricted. Okay.
0: They interview everybody that comes in, like uh, like there's Tony Storm interviews on. It, it's it's great. Her until it's like see, there's a CM Punk one on there where like Punk talked about this uh, punk rock band in like Australia that he listens to. So I started listening to them and they're fucking amazing. I can't think of their name off the top of my head, but I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. But it's a great like one hour paper or one hour podcast that they do. I listen to it all the time. It's, it's really great. Okay, i um,
1: heard a lot of great things
0: about it. Are you ready for my rant? Yes. Okay, I know you didn't get to watch Rampage, and um, I thought it was one of the better Rampages they had. If you would have seen the top rope move that the the young bucks did, oh my god, it was so amazing. But the okay, so they have two rings, so they announced that they're going to have a Rampage. What do they call it? Rampage Royal Rumble.
1: Oh, you know what? I did watch some of it. I fell asleep during the middle of it.
0: Oh my God! You missed out. Bro, the way, Bro- happened. the way Brody eliminated Darby was so. Cool. But anyway, that's not what I'm getting at. So anyway, they announce because they tape it the same night. So like you know, they tape Dynamite and then right after Dynamite, because I've been to one. Uh, they came to Cincinnati last year around September. They do Dynamite, then they do Rampage. So right. Tony Khan announces after Dynamite goes off the air that um, there's going to be a Royal Rampage. I think he called a Royal Rampage Battle Royal where ten men are in each ring, and then. Um, once there's one left in each ring they're gonna fight and that's who fights Moxley at Dynamite so WWE who always says that AW this, oh my god you know I'm a WWE fan you know I am I I, I like WWE I I don't watch it all the time but I, I'm a fan I'm going to SummerSlam okay right. so Anytime AEW mentions WWE, the WWE fans are like, oh my God, they need to shut up and worry about themselves. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Cena Punk can't get WWE out of his head. Uh, they live rent free Blah, 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 blah. Oh okay, so anyway. So, Tony Khan announces this match. So, they had Money in the Bank this past weekend. All right? And they kept showing that there was going to be one last participant they hadn't announced yet that was going to be in the Money in the Bank men's letter match. So, How do they kick off SmackDown? And this this really pissed me the fuck off. And they called it a good old-fashioned Royal Rumble. And what did they do? And and some people on Twitter were like, oh, that was just a of word by Michael Cole. He didn't really mean to say that. They put up a fucking graphic on Fox TV that said, good old-fashioned Royal Rumble. Like they were making fun of the royal. Like they
1: were, yeah.
0: So here, but just listen to this. It gets better. Okay, it gets better. So, it's a battle. (laughs) So, you think the winner of this battle royal, what do you think they would get into the match? A title shot? Do you want to know what they got? What? It was fucking Baron Corbin, and he didn't get fucking shit.
1: Oh my god.
0: You know what they did? What
1: is what is their heart yeah. on with Baron Corbin?
0: You know what they did? The last four people in the match Baron Corbin, fucking Madcap, whoever the fuck else got the fight in the main event with the winner going to the Royal Rumble to, or going into Money in the Bank. So it wasn't who won the Royal Rumble, even though we're talking about a Royal Rumble because AEW is doing one, but they're not competition. But we're going to make fun of what they're doing. And then we're going to do it. And the winner gets absolutely nothing. And now you know what I got to see in Tennessee when I go to SummerSlam? You know what I have to watch? Baron Corbin wrestle Pat McAfee. That's just... uh,
1: uh, Let's not even discuss that one.
0: Dude, it just pissed me off. that they said, you know, you have two rings and it looks cool. It's a great visual. Use it. And the way Brody King eliminated Darby was fucking amazing. It was so great. It made Brody look such, like, such a badass. Um, but, uh... Oh, it just... It just made me... Because I'm sitting there watching Friday. Like, I turned it on. Because I, I... What I do is, is I turn it on at the beginning, and I see how long I can last. And I usually make it up hey. t- 20, 30 minutes, and then I turn it off. But... Uh, <laughs> bro, it's... Uh, uh, It's good hearing you laugh. Um... This was just a great dynamite, bro. Just great. Yeah.
1: It really was I was was very impressed by it And I can't wait to cover the next
0: Dynamite Oh I didn't like it You didn't? Um, And and the thing is I say I don't like it I liked it but like Compared to this one dude it was such a letdown Yeah
1: High standard that it's hard To compare it to
0: Not just that and I'm going to say this without Giving away what we're going to talk about the one thing that I will say about AEW that they do wrong maybe is they either let a story play out maybe too long and sometimes they don't let it play out long enough. And that's all I'll say about that. And I'll, I'll I'll go into more detail next week when we talk about Dynamite. Sounds good. But, uh, bro, I hope you start doing better, man. I appreciate you, uh, taking the time out to talk with me and, uh, let me be on this podcast. It seems like you keep, uh, Introduce the new people to the family on Facebook, which is very cool. Uh, keep seeing yeah. the script. you. You're the best guy doing like just. You help me out so much by just describing what happened and let me talk about it. And uh, I appreciate the platform you give me and uh, just being a friend. I still have that Statlander photo. I will get it in the mail as soon as my life is it's just not so crazy right now. I'm about to start. Oh up. no!
1: Worries. I'm about to start You coaching. help me out. You help. help me out more ways than you can imagine.
0: It's, I appreciate
1: it. it. It means a lot to me. Yeah.
0: I, I will say, though, the GCW matches... um, Dude, what the fuck happened with the light tubes and the dude almost dying? What the fuck? I don't know. Did you see that yet?
1: No, I didn't see that yet. What was it on? Oh, my God, dude. I don't remember which one it was on. It might was not it? have been on
0: four, but like...
1: Death or something like that, or...
0: I'll have to look at it and, and send it to you, but, like, some dude, like, breaks a freaking light tube in half and hands one to the other one, and they're, like... Oh, start like,
1: yes, yes. Oh, who was it? Oh who was God. it that did that? And they and they, they not only handed it in half, but pieces.
0: Dude, the guy had to get 40 stitches. Like, yeah. Inside his arm and outside his I, I can see the dude in my mind right now, but I can't think of his name. That was
1: a bit much. That was that was a bit too far.
0: Yeah. No, I just I, uh, that's the stuff I don't I don't. We'll talk about it when I finally get to watch all these. <laughs> I did get to see uh, Ricky Morton's son fight uh, Depp in it. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that was good. I did see that.
0: But I'm trying to get there. I'm gonna have to catch up this weekend. I got a lot of wrestling to watch, which is fine by me. But um...
1: same here, same here, and I'll be better. I'll
0: be better caught up on my notes this time. Uh, you're fine. We need to uh, cover it as soon as we can. Uh, I just want to say shout out to this guy. He's been going through a lot uh, and took the time out to do this today. And uh, love you, bro. Hope everything works out, man. And uh, it, whenever there's some rainy days, there's always going to be some sunny days. So just keep your head up, my friend. Hey,
1: and I appreciate it. And I love you too. Love all our fans. Yep. Go to us, Unscripted Violence Pro Wrestling Talk. Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Stagger Lee seven seven seven. J
0: J Blund J A Y B L U N twenty three. Um, hit us up on yeah. I love to talk wrestling. Like I said, I I listen to like twenty different wrestling podcasts while I'm at work. I watch different wrestling. Just I love to talk wrestling. Just just hit me up. Let's talk about it. Let's uh. Same here. Let's,
1: but yeah. Same here. We got it and yeah I, I i get so happy when i see more people tuning in and signing up it just it it makes me see that well and
0: you started you started a good thing and we're gonna keep it growing bro we're gonna make this thing huge i promise yeah we are all right bro i'm sad i guess this is the end
1: huh all right yeah brother but we'll keep talking throughout the week yes, i'm sir. sure and uh Once again, this is Stagger Lee signing off for Jason. And uh, God bless everybody. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Let's go. Let's go.